is Daylight Magazine coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segments designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed.
listener. Once again, this is Jocelyn Ahekwo. In life, it is said that everything God created is very, very valuable. The trees, the bears, the ants, everything God created is very, very valuable. If God can feed the bears of the air, how much more you? Some people do not have hands, some people do not have legs, but they are able to do more wonderful things for the Lord. I am valuable. I may be blind doesn't mean I have no vision. I may be deaf doesn't mean I have no understanding. I may be dumb doesn't mean I have no wisdom. I may be a leper doesn't mean I can't reach out. I may be a cripple doesn't mean I can't reach there. I may have nothing doesn't mean I can't get something. Do not look down upon me because Jehovah God looks up to me. Don't look down upon anybody, no matter how the person is. The person might not have anything now. The person might not have money. The person, one way or the other, will not speak well. But don't look down upon anybody. Because remember that if you look down upon that person, God looks up upon that person. This is Jocelyn Ahekwo. Thank you. Thank you for joining us, dear listener. My name is Afreni Amakeke, and this is Youth Corner. Thank you once again for joining us. And I'm here with Lolu Gadwebu, Atobonfo Jr., and Samoa Sabre from Pong. Let's move on. We are continuing with our discussion on teenage pregnancy, and we are basing our statistic here on the World Health Organization reports that states that about 16 million women between the ages of 15 to 19 years give birth each year. Earlier on, we have focused on the factors that lead to teenage pregnancy. Also, we have looked at the effects on society. Now, we want to focus on the effects on the individual. Then we go to the church mm-hmm. and look at how we can prevent it mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So, I'll come to you now, Lord. What are some of the effects of teenage pregnancy on the individual? In this case, it mm-hmm. happens to be the lady, okay. right? But if it's also a young man mm. who has gotten a teenager who has gotten a lady pregnant mm. it will have an effect on him as well exactly. so let's look at it sure. from both sides the effect on the individual okay the first and foremost is that we have to realize the fact that every individual has some hopes some high hopes mm. for him or herself in life even though men or ladies or girls let's say are most unlikely to talk about this. I mean, guys, you know, because of that active kind of nature that they have, they, they, they possess, they talk about them. But deep down in their hearts, they have something which they, they desire to achieve in life. So when you become pregnant along the way, you never anticipated the fact that you will get pregnant along the way. So once you get pregnant, it's a kind of barrier. So you have your hopes dashed, your dreams shattered until you reorganize yourself. By the grace of God, you wouldn't be able to go that far. 
So for me, I would want to look at it in this line that hopes are dashed and then dreams are shattered. Hopes are dashed and dreams, dreams are, are shattered. shattered. Mm. Let me come to you as well, Samuel. Beyond the fact of hopes being dashed and dreams shattered, what are some other effects that teenage pregnancy has on the teenage father if it is the case and the teenage lady mostly most of the time the fathers have a bit of an advantage parents even go to the extent of telling them that they should deny the fact that they impregnated those people (laughs) and before I realize they will do that and they will go scot-free but the disadvantage part of it is on the females they bear the brands the most. The highest. Mm-hmm. For the young lady, as you were saying, the hope is shattered. I'm looking at a situation where you have a hope of doing something. You are in school and you get pregnant. When he was explaining the first time, he said that because of the pregnancy, you become a laughing stock in the school. Mm-hmm. You will definitely leave. Even if the parents force you to continue your education, there is no way you can stay in the school. So you will drop out. You become a school dropout and all will be lost in that instance until you gather momentum to continue. Moreover, in the society where you don't have a good parent to take care of you, some parents will accept the child back, try to talk to the child until childbirth and the child will continue the education. But where there is no backing, there is no mother or father to take care of you, you take care of your child on your own and Sometimes you go through a lot of problems because you don't have anything to feed yourself and the child. You have to go begging. Because of that, you also go through extra problems. Say you go to a society where people are around, you have to serve before you be given something to take care of your child. A teenage mother doing extra service. You realize that you never have peace in your whole life. Until you have a savior, by the grace of God, that somebody might take care of you, take you, adapt you, and take good care of you. You go through suffering till you grow. And if you are not lucky to get a savior in the future too, you and your child will go through series of problems and trauma. So if you are not careful, you die out of it. Atul, do you share the view of Samuel on the point that in most of these cases, Mm -hmm. if the father is also a teenager, they are mostly very lucky. They don't bear much of the consequence compared to the girls. Of course, you know, I agree with him because the guys are usually also dependent on their parents. And obviously, girl cannot leave the house. It's on rare cases that the family of the teenage girl who drive her away to go and live with the teenage boy who got her pregnant family for them to take care of her. It's rare, even though it happens. But these guys usually will just bear the stigma for the first one month when the thing is discovered. And afterwards, they live together, they play football, and for guys, they don't carry the baby, so they are free. Relatively very free. But with the ladies, please, a whole lot goes on. I have classified them under the psychological effects the biological effects and the sociological effects. Mm. Now, with the psychological, the guilt that comes, you made a statement that um, good girls actually get teenage pregnancy and the bad girls do not get. We call them bad girls because they have actually been exposed to this thing by maybe a bigger sister, a more experienced parent, and they have been able to teach them Mm. all the pros and cons of this sexual activity, and they know their way around them. 
People like that can do all sorts of things without getting pregnant. They have been exposed. But those good girls who have not been exposed yet, usually the first timers. And imagine those who go to church and all that people think that, yeah, they are examples. <laughs> just one day, then the balloon just goes off, pop. Mm. You understand? So they're guilt. That's the psychological one. Your features will just change all of a sudden. Instead of you getting your menses all the time, now your biological makeup will have to change. You have to breastfeeding and even concentrating in school. You'll be in school and be thinking about your baby. It's something that God has put into mothers. It's very difficult to continue education while being a nursing mother. Good. Now the sociological, this stigma that comes with it. Usually the guys also go through this stigma, but as I've said earlier, it's relatively small and it's only at the early stages. Even guys have a way of just getting them. Um, shock absorbers for these things. They just make fun of it. Some even use it as status. Yeah, right now I'm a dad, you know. But for the girl, you can't mingle with your colleagues because you can't carry your baby to the beach when you are going with your friends. Unless you have an extremely understanding mother who actually can take your baby like her last born so that you can continue with your life. Even that one. When it's time for breastfeeding, you feel the pain in your breast and other things. So it goes a long way. But the ultimate effect to the individual is you may die. Let's quickly look at the effects on the church. Maybe we can do that in one minute, then we'll continue in our <laughs> Well, discussion. the church is ridiculed. The church of God is ridiculed. Mm. Mocked. Its good name is dragged in the mud. Just like that. And it is tagged. Okay, just like a family will be tagged for teenage pregnancy. A personality will be tagged for teenage pregnancy. Churches are tagged like that as well. So, that tag on the church that ridiculing, that, mock, that, that mockery, that goes with it. God's church, God himself says, I mean, he can't be mocked, okay? And so if his church gets mocked out of the thing that the members do, you can imagine. The church becomes a source of mockery for the society. Yeah. We'll, we'll just end the discussion here and have the concluding part of the entire interview in our subsequent discussion or edition of Youth Corner. Thank you so much, dear listener. My name is Afrenia Makeke. I've been here with Lord Lugard Webu, Ato Bonfo Jr. and Samoa Sabre Frempon. Thank you once more for joining us. This is a special announcement. Starting from the 26th of March 2017 to the 28th of October 2017, our new frequency for our summer broadcast would be 11880 kHz. Thank you. For any inquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus 233-20870-4532 or plus 233 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, P.O. Box AF 595, Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. Let your glory fall.
Is the moment of truth. Watching for Beloved, I greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is the moment of truth. I am your servant, Prince Benjamin Mauto. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for your word. As we discuss, please come and teach us your word. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Beloved, as I flip through the scriptures, I came through one verse that amazed me. And this is recorded in the book of John chapter 19 verse 18. They spoke about how Jesus was crucified. And after his crucifixion, Pilate wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the king of the Jews. This amazed me. And I decided to follow this up. Then I came to another scripture. And John chapter 3, verse 14, 15 and 16 says, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, and whomsoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. John chapter 3, verse 16 also reads, 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Verse 17 reads, For God sent not his Son to condemn the world, but that through him the world might be saved. He that believeth on him will have eternal life, but he who does not believe is already condemned. Romans chapter 3 verse 23 says that for all have sinned and fall short to the glory of God. How did he come to this earth, I ask? How did Jesus come on our earth, I ask? John 1, 14 and 17 says that, And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bare witness of him, crying, This was he whom I spoke. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me and of his fullness, and have all received grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came from Jesus Christ. Can I know more about him? I ask. Yes, says John the Baptist. Again, the next day, after John stood, two of his disciples looking upon Jesus, walking, he said, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of many. John the Baptist again saw Jesus coming to him and said, Behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world. So this Jesus that was crucified is the one that was to take the sins of the world. That is why he was crucified. That is why he was hanging on the cross. Andrew happened to be one of the disciples that was with John the Baptist. He found his brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah. This is recorded in the book of John chapter 1, reading from 40 to 41. Again, Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found the Messiah whom the ancient people wrote about in the books of Moses, the son of Joseph. Then Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out from Nazareth? Philip said, Come and see. Beloved, you have to come and survey the wondrous cross. Indeed, this is the Savior crucified on the cross, the Lamb that was slain from the foundations of the earth. By his Christ we are healed, says Isaiah chapter 53 verse 7. Beloved, Jesus is calling you. Come with your problems. The purpose of his death was to save you. May the peace of God that is above all understanding abide with you. Beloved, Jesus is Lord. You can depend upon him. He has much grace for you. He is calling you. He has the greatest invitation for you. He died on the cross for your sake. 
you can depend upon him for life. It is because of you that he died on the cross of Calvary. Yes, I saw blood oozing. Then the scripture says that it is because of you and me died we might be saved, that we might have eternal life. He came to die. I pray that you begin to survey this wondrous cross and see the salvation plan of Jesus for you, that you will forever trust him, that you will know that he is your God, that you have faith in him, that you will believe on him, so you will have eternal life. Beloved son, Jesus will come. He will come to take his children home, all those that trusted in him, and I pray that on the day that Jesus will appear in the clouds of heaven to take his children home, you will be part of his children that will enter his kingdom. To bring our message to a close, shall we pray. Divine Father, once again we want to thank you for your word. We want to thank you for the hope of salvation that is given in Jesus Christ. May your spirit continue to teach us your word so we will remain faithfully to you. On the day you will come to take your children home, we pray you will remember us in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much for staying with us once again. You can reach us on plus two three three two zero eight seven zero four five three two or plus two three three zero three zero seven zero five one zero five eight or email us at radio at vvu dot edu dot gh or through the postal address. Adventist World Radio Ghana, P.O. Box AF595, Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. This is a special announcement. Starting from the 26th of March 2017, to the 28th of October 2017, our new frequency for our summer broadcast would be 11880 kHz. Thank you. I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hands be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now. <laughs>